0: The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective.
1: This podcast is part of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts,
0: visit red networkcom
1: Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking.
0: for the geek kind. Top geek officials admit they underestimated the hipster's defense capability. Join the revolution and save the galaxy. Geeks from all over the globe are joining up the fight for the future. They're doing their part. Are you? Want to know more? Join Weebie Geeks and the Geek revolution and save the world. Service guarantees citizenship. Want to know more? Do not attempt to adjust your device. This is Extreme Freedom Audio Bulletin. It cannot be traced. It cannot be stopped. And it is the only free voice left in the geek revolution. And welcome to another... Wife's ice maker in the background. Welcome to another episode of Weaving Geeks. Woo! Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're
1: dashing too. (laughs) Derek and Mike. I'm losing my mind, Derek. How about you? Oh, luckily mine's been gone for a while. So, sounds like a game plan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my.
0: Yeah. Um check out our homepage weebegeeks. Oh my god. Should we really be doing this? <laughs> <laughs> we be geek. I don't know. <laughs> could be interesting. We talked about it before shows. Should we really record? Oh yeah, we could do it. Now we're recording. We wanna continue. <laughs> oh, Yes, we're gonna be that's the worst that could happen. We are gonna continue recording episodes. It's whether we continue recording tonight or not. It's all other shit. <laughs> Don't believe me, <laughs> the show hasn't been around nine years for us to just give up like that. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, I will say December 17th, we're going to have uh, the writers or the creative team behind uh, the Mr. Miracle, um, young adult graphic novel coming out from DC Comics. Uh, I think it comes out in January. Mm-hmm. And uh, they gave us a sneak peek at it and uh, one so we could be prepared to talk to them. And we're going to talk about the book with them on December 17th. Um That's very cool. I may reach out to Clint at October Coast. Clint, if you're listening, this, this can be considered me reaching out if you haven't gotten my email. See if we can get someone for next Friday. Because I am thinking 17th is going to be our last episode of the year. Because after that, it's Christmas Eve. Ah, uh, right. Uh, my family does stuff on Christmas Eve, whether I'm working or not. The following Friday is New Year's Eve. So we'll be taking a two week hiatus after the 17th, at least for we be geeks. So our last show is going to be on the 17th for the rest of the year. What a great way to go now with guests talking about Mr.
1: Miracle character that I just, I'm not familiar enough with me either. I mean, I have a rudimentary, rudimentary knowledge of Mr. Miracle, but uh, I know about it. I know of the character. I just don't know enough about the character. So I'm looking forward to that.
0: Yeah. Um, so like I said, check out the homepage, check out our affiliates, like indece they're doing a big Christmas sale. Uh, you can hear Derek, Ken and I talk about them on Wookiee radio this week. Um, <laughs> some great looking gaming chairs and they got, they got desks and I think floor mats and mouse pads. And I'm not getting my free mouse pad because I have to get it free. If I buy something
1: else, <laughs> don't have the money to buy something else at the moment so no free mouse pad yeah not a good time to buy yourself expensive stuff you have to wait until the holidays are over that mouse pad is a 60 dollars
0: mouse pad 60 dollars wow yeah it's like an expanded gaming mouse pad i'm like okay it's rubber and like R- rubber bottom so it really went like, oh uh, 60 bucks for a mouse pad yeah i better be able to put a cup down on it and never have cup ring. so but and a seat has some it looks like they have some great looking chairs uh, I've seen pictures online. I I know it's it's got my attention compared to what I'm using now. Um, Cause I, I think I was misled about mine. When it kind of came to the weight threshold, whereas Seat seems to be more um, more accurate with theirs. So just have to see. Um, but also, too, check out Biddy Boomers. Use code WeebyGeeks Geeks for 15% off your purchase. Um, superhero stuff the link there. Uh, it's an affiliate link. So, clicking them through us, you buy something, we get some cash back that goes back towards the show and uh, costs you nothing more. Kind of the same, I, I want to say the same
1: thing with Anda Seat, too. It's the same type of commission deal. Mm. I was just using my bitty boomer earlier today which one oh, one of my stormtrooper one uh have you seen their new ones that are out no i haven't i gotta check them out yeah i'm
0: going there right now so i know there's a um bitty boomers <gasps> oh i go to the home page introducing r2d2 yeah i want r2 It's cute. I want the R2-D2. The other new ones in uh, Star Wars is the Boba Fett that we talked about around Black Friday, or that it's in pre-order it was uh we talked about during the bounty hunt and they actually put the dent in the helm in in the in the helmet <laughs> his actual oh, dent which is so awesome um and of course now r2d2 uh yeah i will take r2d2 thank you uh in the marvel boy they have black panther is new loki is new carnage is new Thanos is new. Thanos looks pretty cool.
1: Oh, that R2 is cute. Miles Morales is new. Oh, they? Yeah, I was gonna say they have Miles Morales one. Oh, they have a de- they have the Demogorgon from Stranger Things. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that's cute. See, I would love to get the ven-
0: oh. I would love to get the Venomized Captain America go go with my regular cap, mm. but I th- I may want Miles Morales to go with my Spider Man. Yeah, that one's cool. But I I love the, uh,
1: I love the Thanos the Loki one's cool Thanos yeah I want to get the awesome. Thanos one that's cool do you see the Loki with the horns yeah yeah <laughs> um, the R two one looks like kind of looks like an egg <laughs> yeah I, I I love how it looks oh yeah I want to get that Vader with the lightsaber I forgot about that one. I am
0: working with Jody Benson. Uh, I worked with her tonight and she's our narrator of Candlelight. Uh, for those who don't know, I work at Walt Disney World. I'm at Epcot. Um, and I am on the audio. You don't know that by now. I am on the audio crew this year for Candlelight Processional, which is the big to do. I started off at California and then they brought it here. It's been at Epcot a little over 20 years. Um, but I'm working with Jody Benson, who is the voice of Ariel. And I'm going to have to show her the little merch made Biddy boomer mm-hmm. and see what she does i am surprised i have not seen these in the parks I'm surprised disney's not bringing them in to sell they would go i, I know they would go for hotcakes
1: yeah, I'm surprised, too.
0: Um, but with Disney, I mean, there's some new ones. I'm, I'm glad you figured out how to make the uh, princesses look. And I actually like the look of it, of what they did with the princesses. Um, and I think it was we were kind of along this, the right lines when we talked last time about how to do the female figures of the, the, you know, where the head meets the body. Just flip the body upside down. Then, then you have the female figure. Mm. And it looks great with the princesses, with, with the dresses. Sally looks great as is in the normal form. Minnie Mouse looks great, and they just added a little skirt around her. But for the princesses, flip it upside down. Cool. It, it works. Uh, Stranger Things. You said that. Oh, the Demogorgon, Gorgon. Yeah. Steve, Dustin, and 11 look awesome as well. Mm. Is there anything new in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? not that I saw I still won't get Mikey still one to get Zoe Donatello just for it's going to get to the point it's like I, I love having them I love having options but it's going to get to that point Like, okay this like is for know,
1: these this is for a, those uh, oh, I know I like they they have a couple of um, two pack packs yeah. too like they uh, Jack Skellington and, and Sally and Frozen two pack
0: see I'm surprised they don't have a Mandal- Mandalorian and Grogu two pack yeah yeah, I am, too. Or 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 Vader and Stormtrooper 2-pack. Yeah. Uh, I know it is being worked on to get Casey back on one of the shows, whether it's here or Mighty Marvel Geeks or Wookiee Radio. But, like, Venom and Carnage would be a great 2-pack. Miles
1: Morales and Spider-Man, great 2-pack. Maybe they have plans for those at some point. Who knows? Maybe. Hulk and we'll Thanos would be a
0: great 2-pack.
1: hmm <laughs> So... Thor and Loki. Thor and Loki would be a great two-pack,
0: too. Yeah. Iron Man versus Cap. And once they get the technology to get four synced together, once they get that up and running, Black Panther, Cap, Iron Man, and what? Spider-Man? Yeah. That would be a great four-pack. Hulk, Loki, Thanos, Thor. Actually, no. Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Carnage, Venom. Boom. Four-pack. Done. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Good thinking. I have I have those thoughts every now and then. Um, <laughs> Fortnite, really? I, I care less. Yeah, there is a holiday three pack. You get the snowman, Santa, and a reindeer. There is. It is twenty four ninety nine? Oh, cool. Not only would they look good hanging from the Christmas tree, but you could play music through them too for the tree. I'm not saying, but I'm saying so i'm um, trying to think who else is on our web page uh that's the collective Here we go. there we go. uh i said Biddy boomers uh and to see rt public store go check that out um and I will be putting up a new link for superhero stuff because uh, again, check them out as well. It's great stuff there. Um, so on to some stories. Actually, uh, let's let's talk review first. We're far enough out, right? But we still need to play it. Spoiler alert! Ghostbusters Afterlife.
1: Yes. Before we get into it, what did you think? Now it's been it's been a a little while since I've seen it. I saw it opening weekend, so. Uh, Uh, I might forget a few things, but what did I I think? Uh, honestly, I, I really, really enjoyed it. I've I've it it felt right. It just, they handled it really well. And I thought the beats were there. mm -hmm. Um,
0: I've heard a lot of people say this is what Lucasfilm should have done with the sequel trilogy with star Wars. I, I, I think I agree. Uh, yep. I think I do as well. As much as I do love Star Wars, as we both do, or we wouldn't have a star wars podcast i think <laughs> i think ghostbusters afterlife showed how i think they've even showed jurassic world how the jurassic franchise how to do it and jurassic world mm-hmm. was not the jurassic world half of the franchise has been pretty good i've enjoyed it I, and i like how it, it carries on its own but it's still tied into the original franchises
1: right
0: into the original franchise But Ghostbusters Afterlife looked at Jurassic Park and said, yeah, hold our beer.
1: (laughs) Am I wrong? Nope. Yeah, I I walked out of that movie just feeling really good. Just like, like, yeah, that, that. That was
0: that was where it was supposed to be. That was good. I'll go even deeper. They looked at Lucasfilm. And they said, "Hold our vintage figures." Mm-hmm. Uh, I will have to say, if they do, I think they do. I haven't seen them. I haven't I haven't checked Hasbro to to really see. But I know what action figure I want. I want podcast <laughs> just because of the name,
1: like, just because of the name. Yeah. Um. I'm going to yeah, they must have him as as a toy. I'm checking now. if not yet, they certainly will. I'm checking now, very Yeah, it was the, the movie. Yes, there, there is did. a Ghostbusters Plasma
0: series, Ghost uh, at Ghostbusters Afterlife podcast, and he has the <laughs> mini Stay Puff marshmallows all, all over him. Oh, nice. Yeah, baby.
1: Yeah, I feel like they did a good job of bringing in the, the next generation while still um, keeping everything that made you, every, you know, everything that you loved about Ghostbusters, the feeling of it was there yeah so let let me let me go
0: this aspect then how did you feel they handled egon aka harold well let me redo this harold ramus aka egon
1: i thought they handled it really well i was i was concerned about it but uh Yeah, I I like what they did with it.
0: I mean, when they said he was going to be a key part of this from the after, I'm like, okay, so they're going to be hunting him down. (laughs) Yeah. But yet they turn around and use him. (laughs) But they turn around and use him like a, like the, uh, like a force ghost. He's guiding everyone through this.
1: And, and I will admit that I got a little uh, choked up at the end there. I did get choked up at the end when the daughter gives him a hug. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. That made me miss my dad a lot, Mm. but I mean, everything was brilliant with it. Um, I absolutely, um, I loved how they did his likeness. Yeah. And everything. Uh, I would love to know who was the body double, um, or the body model for, for all of that. Yeah. Cause it, It was talking about use. If they did a CG overlay on the head, that person nailed it. Mm. I couldn't, I I couldn't tell. I I couldn't tell if the whole apparition was CG or if it was just the head.
1: Yeah. I'm not sure either, but I think there's, they did two smart things with it. And one is since he was a ghost, they made him, you know, he had the the glow around him. So that kind of helped, helped you, you know, believe it helped with the believability of it and then the other smart thing they did was they didn't they didn't he didn't say a word he didn't say anything you yes. know yes they didn't make him talk at all you didn't have to that, that was i think nec- that was a very smart oof. that was the next thing i was getting to he
0: never said a word and he never had to mm-hmm. um the voices of the mini stay puff marshmallow man was done by uh <laughs> shelby young who I've been trying to get on Wookiee radio or even get on here. She's a great, <laughs> she's a great up and coming voice actress.
1: Good. Well, if you're listening, we'd love to have you on, yes, on the we show. We'd <laughs> love
0: to have her on the show. Um, Olivia Wilde was, was Gozer. Or into really? Yeah. It says uncredited. I did not she was know Gozer.
1: that. Huh?
0: Now, Shureya Agadashaloo,
1: was the voice. Okay. 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 Cool. Huh? huh. That's pretty cool. Um, um, they and I, do, I i like I, I also have to say i liked paul red i think um,
0: yes I think he did a great job yeah i was fully expecting him to be a turned into a ghostbuster and i love how he did not just go around yes yeah um they do not mention anything wait the ghost farmer would that be Would the ghost farmer be uh harold ramus
1: maybe they did keep calling him the dirt, the dirt farmer. farmer. I don't remember seeing any other farmer in, or a ghost farmer. This guy. Yeah, I, I'm thinking about it. I don't remember either.
0: It's Played by Bob Gunton. You may know him as Prison Warden Samuel Norton, Shawshank, Redem- Shawshank Redemption. Oh, wow. You may remember him in the Netflix Daredevil series as Leland Ows- Owsley. Hmm. So I wonder. If so, that's our body double and made up just right. Looking at his picture. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I can see him as Harold Ramis. I really can. If so, Mm -hmm. good, good choice. And the fact that he, he is not talking. carries That that was the best decision. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Best decision you could have made. Mm -hmm. Definitely best decision that could have been made. So, um, but how, how the original, surviving three, give it that final nod to Harold Ramis. Brilliant. Mm -hmm.
1: How, Uh.
0: how, if this is going to be, I could potentially see Aykroyd, carrying through to the next film maybe
1: yeah,
0: yeah I can and, see that and I can see Zedmore maybe helping fund it a little bit mm-hmm. I don't think we're going to see Bill Murray back but I love the end credit scene
1: yeah uh, oh yeah
0: <laughs> and they and they have Sigourney Weaver credited as Dana Barrett Venkman so they so he does uh-huh. get the girl oh he does get the girl uh-huh.
1: very interesting
0: so uh yeah and I love how he keeps getting the card the card's marked well well
1: yeah yeah, <laughs> then she's handsome. <laughs> that was a good scene. It was actually it was fun just seeing the two of them. Yeah, um, interacting together. Yeah, it's like the credits rolling. They go Sigourney Weaver. I'm like, she's done this. And Then I know I saw that too. I was like, what? Wait.
0: Then like two minutes later. Ah, uh, okay. So he went back to New York. Yeah. <laughs> um. No, I could see. I could see Dan Aykroy potentially in the next one to to help further this group along. Yeah, I could see that. I could possibly see Ernie Hudson in it as well. Like I said, I don't think we see I don't think we see Bill Murray anymore. I think this was his last hurrah as a Ghostbuster as well. At most, maybe a cameo yeah. or something. At Here, most. Here's the strangest thing about Bill Murray. He has no agent. When I, oh, I yeah, when I had when I went to try and see about trying to get him on the show at one time. Well, remember we had Sadie Katz on. Was that with you, or was that with, when I had Marty? I don't remember. Uh, Turning Point Four. I think what's the movie that she was doing at Turning? Uh, yeah, it was one of those horror horror films. Uh, Turning something wrong
1: way, something wrong way for something like that. Um, she ah, was, the um. Not, don't mean to interrupt, but the. Ivo character was played by JK Simmons the the guy yep. that was in a glass coffin. Yeah. I did not realize that.
0: Great makeup effect on
1: him. I didn't, yeah. I, didn't I didn't catch it either. Josh Gad as
0: Muncher, the pipe, yeah. the metal eating <laughs> ghost mm-hmm. did not sound like him either. Now I will say this was a nice touch. Uh the female deputy, sheriff's deputy, Stan Ackroyd's daughter.
1: Yeah, I just saw that. That's cool.
0: It's very cool. Um So, yeah, I mean for getting back to bill Murray he has no he has no agent, so I mean if you want him for a film, you gotta start putting the rumor out there <laughs> that you're interested in hopes that he contacts you mm-hmm, right. Or you need to find someone who's in the know, who's in the know, who's in the know. Which is so weird, so wild, that it's that way. But it's cool. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know,
0: it's Bill Murray. <laughs> it's great. I, I wanna watch I I wanna watch Sadie Katz's um Bill Murray documentary. I think it was called Catching Bill Murray or something like that. Mm. All right, now I'm gonna look. The movie she was in was called Wrong Turn Six. That's the movie she was in when we interviewed her. I was talking about that, we we're talking about um another film she had done.
1: That might have been me, actually.
0: Yeah, because we also talked about um briefly Nipples and Palm Trees, another film she had done. And then uh oh mm-hmm. what was she did one where she was like a MMA fighter's wife. I don't see it now. I don't see it on her on her page. I, I just don't see it on her page. Mm-hmm. Oh, there it is. Chavez Cage of Glory. There it is. But she also did another horror film called Bus Party to Hell. <laughs> That's amazing. it's Pretty decent. Oh yeah. Yeah, but she did a documentary called The Bill Murray Experience. And I want to watch it. Mm. Want to watch it. So, uh, interesting. Top top 2 takeaways. Uh, we'll just do it that way. Top 2 takeaways from uh Afterlife. the less you feel we need to do more than two. Oh boy. Um top two takeaways. That's a tough one. When you do needs need to expand uh, it to three or is um, it just in general? It's
1: a, no, I think I, I, I think I can do, I think it's just choosing the top two. Um, I would say main, my main takeaway would be that, 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 as I said before, this, this is, that's how they did it the right way. They did it. They did it the way you should do it. And they managed to give you, to give you new characters, which is cool, but still give you, all of the feelings of what Ghostbusters should be. Yeah. 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 Very much so. Uh, I'll say that. Yeah. And even though the, the original Ghostbusters aren't in it as much as some may like what the, when they are in the movie, it, it means something.
0: Yeah. I don't think they needed to be in it. Right. Uh, I think the one who obviously Agor got the most screen time because he had that one extra scene. But it, but it was perfect.
1: Yeah, and and also the other thing is when when they did show up, they fell perfectly right into the roles. Yeah, yeah. It was it, they they you know it's like they never stopped being those characters. It was great.
0: Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Uh, for me, I just absolutely loved how Ecto One became more of a character in the film.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah.
0: It, it was. A, the car was already a character in the first two f- films now it is it's more of a more part of the team in this film mm. And I love okay we we rip Hasbro over black series with the rancor this week <laughs> They want to do a haz lab. Yes, they already have the Ghostbuster proton pack. Gorgeous. Wish I had the money for it. Yes. I know. don't know where I put it, but still wish I had the money for it. Do you want to do something with the figures? Give us the, give us a true representation of the afterlife of Ecto-1 from Afterlife. Yes. Oh, that would be sweet. Where the where the six inch Ghostbusters figures fit in it, you have the the remote control trap <laughs> that rolls out underneath the car. That whole works. Give us that. The gunner seat, the uh, slide out for to put the packs on from the original film. Mm-hmm. For um for a Stretch Goal, the big uh, ooze tank from the second film to go on top. Do that maybe. You know, have that as an option. Uh, it, it's that would be awesome. That's, I would love that. what, that's what I would do. So that's just me.
1: And then the only final thing I um is there were actually uh quite quite a few uh nods to the original Ghostbusters. Some some, you know, obvious ones and then some nice subtle ones too. Which which was fun, yeah, I yeah, I, I think so as well. Um, the I th- I loved how they kind
0: of they brought back the terror dogs and uh, mm. and they brought back um, brought back Gozer. I love how they tie yeah. in this town of Oklahoma to New York City with yes. with the building and that it's it's his mine.
1: Uh, what's his name's mm-hmm. mine? Um, Ivo's. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, it, they learned from Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. But they also then took that and showed the rest of the world this is how it's done. Yeah.
1: And it was, it was perfect. <laughs> I love that there was a part the part where uh you know the ghost the three original Ghostbusters show up and Kozer asks them if they are God and they're all looking at Ray like Ray. <laughs> of course he got the answer right. Why yes, yes we are. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, good
1: stuff, good stuff.
0: All while Podcast is being attacked by many Stay puff marshmallow men. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I love the roll. See, now I have a Stay Puffed Marshmallow Man pop, which was one of the larger pops mm. they made. Now, oh, uh, yeah. now I want one from this one. I want the mini.
1: <laughs>
0: I want Funko to make a mini, and I want the mini to go with my, my Stay puff with my large one, so I can have both.
1: I'm sure they'll have something coming out soon. I'm
0: sure they will. So... Um, speaking of coming out soon, Arrow fans, Arrowverse fans are loving Bebo saves Christmas. I guess it's out. (laughs) So on Wednesday on the CW, the Arrowverse got its first official holiday special. Bebo saves Christmas debuted on the network with the, with the animated special seeing (laughs) the much loved cuddly blue, plus who made his first appearance and of course he made his first appearance in Legends Tomorrow and has over the years even saved the world take on Saving Christmas Christmas Holiday and more while the special was a bit of a departure on how fans have seen Bebo previously fans still love him (laughs) Uh, fans have (laughs) taken social media to express just how much love Bebo saves how much they love Bebo saves Christmas I know I now need to watch it I thought that was one of the best characters for Throwaway (laughs) characters. That that was such a ghost Ghostbusters nod with Bebo. Oh yeah. Which is what I loved. Um Mm -hmm. so in the all new animated one hour event, um Sprinkles, an efficiency obsessed elf, voiced by Chris Catan decides that Christmas will (laughs) run better without Santa Claus, who's voiced by Ernie Hudson. Bebo. Oh, that's cool. Bebo voiced by Ben Diskin. And his friends travel to the North Pole to discover what truly makes Christmas meaningful. Also starring Kamiko Glenn as the voice of Twebo. Yvette Nicole Brown as the voice of Turbo. Keith Ferguson as the voice of Flebo and Victor Garber <laughs> as the narrator. <laughs> All right, I, I now need to watch this now. Um, now that the special has aired, fans have lot of things to say about it. Not to mention renewed calls for Bebo plush toys. Nice. I agree.
1: I see that's we, good we to need, hear. We need Bebo merch. I, I'm sorry. We we need Bebo merch. It's nice to hear that it it went over so well, especially you know these days where everything gets you know pooped on so much. Oh, especially with the way the Arrowverse has been pooped on so much. I
0: think the I think one of the uh, f- I, I would say out of the Arrowverse, and I don't even know if um, I don't even know if, if this one show I'm about to mention is a part of that. Of the Arrowverse but Legends of Tomorrow is like at this point in time the only decent show in the Arrowverse I hear Superman Lois is good yeah I, I hear Superman Lois is good but I'm, I just I don't get into it
1: yeah I watched the first episode of that and I was just eh, it, didn't, it didn't grab me but I still I pretty much stopped watching everything except Legends of Tomorrow and Stargirl Stargirl
0: is the other one I was going to mention and I was going to ask is that truly an Arrowverse show
1: that I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't think they've really said specified either way that it is or it isn't. So I think it's kind of still up in the air. Yeah, I agree. Just in case, you know,
0: I agree. But like you, those are the only two. And I really need to get back into watching legends tomorrow. Cause I really, it was, it had funny moments when it needed to be funny, but it was, it was great storytelling.
1: Yeah. I got to I got to get caught up on it. I, Actually, I'm very actually. I haven't even watched the new season yet. I have it all on my DVR. <laughs> yeah, same it. here. Same here. So I'm so behind on everything. Um, I'm still catching up on Star Girl, and that ended like a month ago. Yeah, oh, great ending. I, I wasn't sure about the whole summer Scroll thing, <sighs> uh, but it makes sense. Yeah, I will say though, I, I'm very happy that they they have Calypso that as the you know the big bad uh, i'm impressed that they went there yeah yeah uh next story uh also from
0: comicbook.com adam driver reveals the kylo ren props he kept shall we
1: take a guess i'm sorry before we before we continue did i say eclipso or calypso
0: you said calypso yeah that's what which I, I, I which sounded I meant right to me it, <laughs> it was Eclipso. i meant
1: to say eclipso <laughs> I meant to say eclipso sorry continue <laughs>
0: I do that sometimes. So um, so keeping props from the Star Wars film isn't entirely a surprise. However, he went to note that he managed to find a way to keep the collect keepsakes from every production he's involved with. In addition to taking snapshots on set to remind him of those experiences. So he says, certainly I have lots of stuff. I for sure have a helmet
1: because uh, mm-hmm.
0: I have two helmets, actually. Uh a lightsaber. I have stuff from the dead. Don't die. Every movie. I try to take something a driver shared with BBC radio ones, Ali plum. Um, as for why he would keep helmets and what does, what does he do with them? Because I wear my helmets when I drive just to confuse people. I can see him. (laughs) I can see him doing that.
1: (laughs) Uh, I like that. (laughs) So,
0: um, yeah, I'm surprised he got away with helmets. Oh really? I mean, I could see him getting away with a lightsaber with so many of them, but you know, helmets—that sure. that's a surprise to me. Yeah so uh he goes uh he has his machete from the dead don't die um so to continue with the star wars theming dark horse we we missed this before thanksgiving i don't know how or why but um dark horse comics is going to be publishing star wars books again yeah interesting now, IDW is no more, um, isn't doing any more titles for Star Wars or Marvel um, in the all ages, but Dark Horse is picking up the reins for a new line of all ages comics and graphic novels expanding the Star Wars galaxy like never before. Interesting. The idea is to build up a star wars program that includes an ongoing series as well as an anthology mixed in would be Hmm. one shots and specials we'll see where we go from there initially we'll look we'll focus on stories featuring the high republic okay so they're going to come in and do high republic uh press release specifically mentions the new comics will cover every era of star wars including the recently released era of the high republic up to the rise of the first order between return of the jedi and the force awakens cool here's my thought you want to cover every era awesome stick to the high republic stick to that gap between return and force awakens bring us these new stories yeah maybe i I agree with that maybe with the return of the jedi force awakens maybe has tie-ins to the shows Mm. to ahsoka to the mandalorian to the book of boba fett has some tie-ins but give us new stories new content that's it's new never seen right don't do stuff let Marvel keep to covering aspects between the actual film the original trilogy films like they're doing mm. that's fine so um, so yeah I'm, I'm kind of excited to see uh, Dark Horse now partnering with uh, Lucasfilm and possibly even um, Marvel Comics down the road yeah. so but could be the, some good stuff ahead but on the other side of that Dark Horse Comics reportedly looking for a buyer mm. with the success of Umbrella Academy and the recent move by Disney to return some aspects of the Star Wars license to Dark Horse seems plausible they could find potential buyers in either Netflix or the Walt Disney Company hmm now add- that's interesting. So Disney buying Dark Horse? Okay. Uh add to that, the recent announcement that the long running Dark Horse title, Groo the Wanderer, is headed to Warner Brothers animation. And yeah. well, it's clear Dark Horse is already a pretty big deal.
1: We were we were talking about that on Keepers of the Fringe the other week. I have not, they're doing I've not listened Gru- to those episodes yet. So do tell. They're doing a Groo animated series. Um it's still early, early in the work development, but yeah, they're they're doing they don't have like uh, they don't even have a uh anybody releasing it yet, but they're doing. They're finally after all, all these years doing an animated series for Gru the Wanderer. Well, it looks like it's going to be headed to Warner Brothers Animation. So
0: right. we'd be looking at could be HBO Max. HBO Max. Could yeah. Could be HBO Max possibly. Maybe replayed on uh, Adult Swim. Cartoon Network maybe. Hmm. I, I'm. This is the first I'm hearing of it, and I I love Gru. Yeah, I re- I remember when Gru was under the uh, the Epic line with Marvel, mm-hmm. uh, and I also remember briefly when Gru was drawn in the margins on Mad Magazine. <laughs> I love Gru the Wanderer. It's such an awesome character. Yeah. That's yeah. I want. Uh, what, it was, it's always been fun stuff. That's another one I want merch of. I want a Gru. I want a Gru action figure. Yeah, I want the dog in the in the sage action figures. Mm. And you know who I almost want to make them Bandai. <laughs> so. So, yeah, uh, it's there's really nothing more talking about how there may be a buyer, how they're looking for a buyer. It's just a re- according to the article, the revelation came as part of a larger story about how content creators are exploiting the IP is everything mode Hollywood is currently operating in to monetize the things they own. This is something you can see in the never ending string of comics, with corporate comics from Marvel and DC and the indies from Image, Dark Horse, Boom Studios, and other publishers being optioned for film and TV. Many of those don't get made, but some are going to turn into huge hits. Some of them will cost ton of money to option acquiring a content library is handy is a handy shortcut as disney has proven with fox which already owns already has a new home alone Mm -hmm. and predator installments in the works so um dark horse has been a has long been a top five comics publisher and there have been numerous tvs numerous movies and tv shows adapted from them over the years um sure they are also one of the biggest publishers of licensed comics taking on brands like stranger things aliens avatar the last airbender predator and many more so indeed so yeah and that's all stories i got any final thoughts
1: Oh, I forgot to talk about the Spider-Man. Ah, thank you. Three movies.
0: Three more movies coming. Three more movies.
1: Yes. Three more movies. Very with, exciting.
0: With Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Holland has come out recently. I was very happy. Uh, Tom Holland has come out recently and said something about was uh, not... It'd be sad if he was still playing Peter Parker into the age of tw- like until his late 20s. Have you heard that?
1: I disagree. Yeah, I heard that.
0: Um, so it makes me say, um, it makes me want to say uh, what maybe this is when we do get Miles Morales. Possibly. And Miles Morales, and it's going to be him training Miles to take over. I could see that. Just saying.
1: I don't know, but either way, I was very happy to hear the announcement. Yeah. Because I love Spider Man. I love Spider Man in the MCU. I, I was shocked to hear the announcement. I was too. Especially I after really was. Especially after the comment after, what? after the comments
0: made by Tom.
1: Yeah, yeah. I I didn't at first I didn't believe it either. Till I saw, you know, a few different announcements for it. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, don't get my hopes up for nothing, Sony. Yeah, very much so.
0: And and I'm still trying to figure out how they're going to tie in, how how they're going to say uh, Venom and um,
1: the Venom films are going to be Mm. looping back in. Yeah. Because apparently. I still still haven't seen the Venom Carnage movie yet. I have not either. I'm I'm not in any big rush to neither am I, but they're
0: saying um uh, they're they're saying uh supposedly Venom Maximum Carnage ties kind of starting to tie into the MCU.
1: Yeah. Yeah, well there was that end credit scene which I I know nothing about. Oh, you didn't? You haven't heard about that?
0: No. There it was like an end Venom. credit Okay, uh
1: whatever. <laughs> I haven't really paid attention. There's an end credit scene in Venom Let There Be Carnage where something weird happened and Venom was like or Eddie Brock Venom whatever was watching TV and then there was like a flash or something. And then uh, all of a sudden it was Tom Holland Spider-Man on the TV and Venom was acting like he knew who that was. OK, something like I'm kind of paraphrasing it. I didn't actually I don't I mean, it, but that's basically it. <laughs> so what that means i don't know yet interesting that that could be
0: real interesting Mm.
1: so all right final thoughts um yeah i'll say uh my final thought is uh i have to say i'm enjoying the hawkeye series more than i thought i would i i am Um, as
0: well and we will be talking about it on uh we'll be talking four episodes since we didn't record this week and we didn't record at Thanksgiving week of Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're going to be talking about it. Four episodes, take four takeaways. I don't know if it's going to end up being four takeaways per episode, but we're going to be doing our takeaways from from each episode. (laughs) that would pretty much
1: take the whole episode Four doing four episodes is going to take the whole episode. Excuse me. Issues. I know you have issues on Marvel. Yeah, we do have have issues. We have issues. (laughs) Yes, yes, we do. Uh, Um, now, but you know, yeah, it's. Carrie I wasn't Eric really expecting too much. <laughs> I wasn't expecting too much from the Hawkeye series, but it's pretty. good. It really is good, and I really like um um. What's her name there? Echo. Kate Bishop. Oh she Echo is cool too. Yeah, yeah but I re- I'm really, I really like um Kate Bishop. She's a good
0: character. Yeah, um, a lot of people are saying this is how Vincent D'Onofrio mm-hmm. joins the MCU proper. It's coming through here. It's I would
1: love that.
0: Supposedly he is playing Kingpin again, and supposedly they are doing some CG to him to make him look more like the comics. Oh yeah, <laughs> I I don't know. Do we need to? I, I say maybe bulk him up a little bit. Think... Maybe bulk him up a little bit more. But I don't think they. I don't think we need to go full out comic yeah. look with him.
1: I agree. No, I, I, I like. I thought he looked pretty good in the in the da- yeah. Daredevil series. So, yeah. I don't think they need to do too much with him. No, I also had heard rumor that Electra may possibly pop in as well. I had heard that as well.
0: I don't. We shall see. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for Electra. I mean, we're only talking what eight episodes. Yeah. That's doing Electra, doing Kingpin. We have Swordman. We have Echo. We ha- we have. Queen. We're gonna
1: have. Uh, we're gonna have the Black. Widow's sister coming? Most likely, yeah.
0: I, there's too much going on to try and squeeze into eight episodes. Mm. Is it eight or six? I believe it was eight. Hold on. Checking IMDb. Checking, one. checking. You are correct. Six episodes, mm, which means we're already halfway through it. Yeah, I, wow. There's too much going on to try and be adding all this extra crap. Uh, we'll see. We'll stick see with do. stick with possibly bringing in Kingpin and leave it at that. We don't need we don't need Electra unless Electra is working with Kingpin
1: for the moment. Yeah, and you could maybe I, you could introduce her maybe, but although Electra is not listed in the cast list, so maybe she won't be in it. At the moment doesn't say yeah, well there she is yeah or it's three behind. episodes so she's gonna appear in these last
0: three episodes mm-hmm uh, what are they list for her six episodes yeah it's only gonna be six episodes yeah I didn't realize ha- Haley Steinfeld was the voice of Gwen Stacy in into the spider verse I know I didn't realize that either until I looked at <laughs> at the IMDB okay she was also in Bumblebee. She was in Pitch Perfect 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if we could pull her from Pitch why Perfect, she- why can't we get, uh, what's her name from Pitch Perfect as Squirrel Girl? You're going who? Anna Kendrick. Yep. Why can't we get ah. Anna Kendrick as Squirrel Girl? Oh, I totally forgot she was in Ender's Game as Petra. It was like one of her early films. Mm. I love Ender's Game. That, that's a channel stopper. For, that's a surf stopper for me.
1: I've only seen parts of it.
0: Oh, I love that movie. Love that movie. So, any other final thoughts? Nope. I got nothing as well. So, then on that note, I'm just going to leave it at this. So...